Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. Everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. 
Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey everybody, welcome back to Primal Potential. I am super excited because I am here with my good friend, Carrie Manti. We are actually sitting in the same room recording this right now. And it's going to be kind of a casual conversation. We were driving together this morning and talking about some common challenges that we're seeing in a lot of the folks that we're working with, um, both together and individually, and some of the struggles that we've had in the past. Our struggles are very real and, and very current. And uh, we thought, you know, let's just have a conversation. Nothing formal, nothing overly scripted. Let's just talk about some of the major challenges that our clients are having because I know that that's just real life. We have tough days. We have tough moments. We have struggles. So since we're in the same room, we are just going to have a conversation. And Carrie and I recently launched a a results-based program called Lean Potential. And we're not gonna be talking about Lean Potential today, but it was because of this launch that we realized that a lot of people are stuck in this cycle of information, right? They're just trying to consume all these facts and find that magic bullet that's gonna help them get results once and for all. And we really need people to transition in order to get results from this information seeking to implementation, to doing the work. So many of us, and it's happened for Carrie and I too, we get stuck in this kind of scheme of analysis and always looking and always searching. And it really does hold us back from getting results. So we teamed up to teach fat loss habit implementation. And it's been a lot of fun and it's been amazing, but we are seeing common questions and challenges within our group and also outside of our group. And these are things we've experienced for ourselves. So we want to talk about some of those issues because we know how common they are and we've experienced them. And one of the big ones that Carrie and I are going to talk about is the all or nothing approach. The fact that you're either on a quote unquote diet or you're off. And I talk a lot about the fact that this is not a diet. It is a lifestyle, that these are anti-diet strategies. But sometimes we still approach it with that all or nothing, good day or bad day, there is no middle of the road kind of approach. So that's the first thing that, that Carrie and I kind of want to discuss with you today. So again, this is just a, a casual conversation that we wanted to have in a public forum because we really believe that it'll help you. So Carrie, welcome to the show. I'm so nervous. It's so <laughs> weird, you guys. It's like this big microphone and we're sitting like on top of each other. It's like We so are, kinda, yeah. Um, Very yeah, close really quarters. I'm really happy to be here, though. I'm really happy to be here because as, as you know, I've struggled a lot with that all or nothing approach for years and years. Um, and I really want to try to help my clients kind of overcome that because it's it's not fun at all. And what it leads to is kind of one step forward, two steps back. If you aren't having a perfect day, you're throwing in the towel and you're like, screw it. I made a mistake. It's not worth it. I don't want to do it anymore. I'll start again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we get it because we thought that way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've Start had those Monday, days, right? You know, like, you make uh, a bad choice on Thursday, and it's like, oh well, screw it. The whole weekend's exactly. Done. I'm just gonna start on Monday. Right, and that is, guys, not only very common, but it is programmed behaviors and programmed beliefs from dieting. And most of us know, most of us are listening to this because we know that the dieting thing hasn't worked for us before. So expect to feel that way. It's okay to think that way, but we have to learn to overcome that when it comes to our behaviors. I understand that the all or nothing approach is attractive because it's gotten you results before, right? You've lost the weight when you followed the food list or the rules list, right? But it's not sustainable. You fall off track and you go back to your old habits and put the weight back on. And then you think, oh my gosh, I need to go back to those list of super strict rules because that's the only way I can lose weight. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's not the only way. And so be aware that those thoughts are going to enter into your mind. And the awareness is the first part. But remember that they're not serving you. Because Carrie and I were talking about this earlier. But we have to remind ourselves that what we want is not 
to follow somebody else's rules and be miserable and lose the weight. We want to do it in a way where we can still enjoy our lives and maintain our results because nothing's more frustrating than putting in all this effort, right, for a few weeks or a few months and then dropping the habit or dropping the action and going back and gaining all the weight. Don't you think? Exactly, exactly. There's no reason why you have to eat in a way that you don't enjoy Mm -hmm. for a certain period of time knowing that, oh, okay, you know, I'm counting the days down. I only have eight days left or 10 days left or I'm only going to do this for three weeks. There's no point in it. You get off of whatever diet or plan or challenge or whatever you're on and you haven't learned anything. Mm -hmm. You haven't learned you know, what your hunger cues are, or, you know, how certain foods really make you feel because you're just always eating what somebody else is telling you to eat or eating at specific times of the day. You're not really kind of in tune with what's what's going to give you results that you can sustain and that you're going to enjoy, Right. you know, you're going to enjoy. You have to, you have to like it to be able to maintain it. And the key here, and Carrie and I are so on the same page about this, is in building habits. When you are following somebody else's random set of rules, you're just white knuckling it. You're not truly building a habit. You're just kind of putting your head down. And I like to use the analogy of the GPS system, right? You don't really know how to get where you're going. You're just turning when you're told Mm -hmm. to turn and then you get there and you don't know how to get back. And the key here is to build habits. Dieting behavior is not a habit. And how do we know this? Because as soon as life gets stressful and stuff gets crazy, you revert to what is a habit and that's your current behaviors. It all goes out the window and you default to habits. And Carrie and I wanted to break the mold and teach habit building because there are big rocks of fat loss and we have to create them as habits one at a time and you can't really do that when you're following somebody else's meal plan or food list and one thing that comes up all the time it came up on my facebook page earlier this week is that food is a spectrum guys it's not like this is a yes or a no this is black or this is white this is fat loss or this is isn't remember that it is a spectrum for me when i was at my heaviest I used to go to Chick-fil-A every morning on the way to work. And I would get, honestly, I would usually get chicken minis and a chicken biscuit and a large Diet Coke and hash browns, right? So when I started my, my last and final weight loss attempt, I ate protein bars for breakfast. I had Quest bars for breakfast. And I've talked a lot about that on the show. And people will email me and say, but they have carbs in them. And, and you say not to have carbs in the morning. It's a spectrum. Is a protein bar, specifically a Quest bar that has a lot of fiber, doesn't really impact your blood sugar significantly, better than my Chick-fil-A breakfast? You betcha. (laughs) And did it get me results? Absolutely it did. I lost about 50 pounds that way. Now, these days, would I choose a protein bar over, say, a frittata packed with veggies and maybe some chicken or something like that? No, I probably wouldn't, but that's my spectrum where I'm at now. So if you're currently like having Honey Nut Cheerios for breakfast and a half a bagel, is yogurt and a banana a better choice? It is. Is it the perfect fat loss choice? No, it's not, but it doesn't have to be. It's a spectrum. And if you love your banana in the morning or your strawberries with your breakfast or your orange or whatever it is, you can still get results by having those things. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be what Elizabeth does or what, you know, what somebody else does. You want to keep the things that you really really love in your your in your day and mm-hmm. just kind of work around that. Work around the things that you really want to keep in that are going to make you happy. And the other thing is, what I found was after a while, my fat loss slowed. So I went further mm-hmm. down the spectrum. The Quest Bar was way better than Chick-fil-A, but was it my perfect breakfast option? No. So you adjust, but you only adjust when you have to and when your body stops responding to what you're currently doing. So if you are currently really loving the apple and almond butter for breakfast and it holds you over and you're getting results, 
dude, it holds you over and you're getting results. Don't stop. Keep doing it. Just keep in mind that it is a spectrum. So you don't need a meal plan or a food list. If you're currently having two Pop-Tarts as you drive into work and you think you're going to go from that to you know, an avocado baked with egg in it, mm-hmm. sure, you can, but is that the most sustainable way to build a habit? Maybe not. Maybe find a middle-of-the-road option and remember that it is a spectrum. Food is an absolute positive spectrum. So if you are somebody that is currently doing, you know, a muffin and a latte at Starbucks and are concerned that you can't enjoy a banana for breakfast, it's a spectrum. So grant yourself some grace and don't look for that all-or-nothing approach of it's either perfect or I'm doing Chick-fil-A times 20, Mm -hmm. that's (laughs) silly. But we see that all the time and we understand it because we've been there. But if you're more kind to yourself and a little more gracious with yourself and understand it's not the perfect choice, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, because perfect, there is no perfect. And you don't need perfect to make progress. You do not, I have been imperfect every single day while losing 140 pounds, period. So you can... You actually deter your progress when you shoot for perfection because something's going to happen every day. Absolutely. And that's where I was for so, so long. It'd have to be perfect, perfect, perfect. And that would last for about four days, five days, maybe six weeks. And then it was followed Mm -hmm. by, you know, the complete opposite of that. And then I totally kind of would just lose it. And it was the all or nothing approach all over again. Start again on Monday, you know white knuckle, try to be perfect. Mm-hmm. One little thing would slip up. I mean, it would be the silliest little thing. And I would be like, the oh, end there of the you world. go, screw it. Yep. I'm just going to, you know, I'll just eat whatever I want. And, you know, this isn't working. And it's it's just that never-ending cycle. So if you find yourself at a kid's birthday party or an office party or whatever, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's cupcakes and I really want a cupcake. Listen, is half a cupcake better than three? Absolutely. So don't beat yourself up and think a cupcake's not a fat loss friendly food. No, but it's a spectrum. So grant yourself a little exactly. grace. In one cupcake does not mean that you have to then, you know, throw away the day on the ride home and then right. have, you know, a hot fudge sundae and then eat all of the kids candy because, because you blew it. And, and because you got to get it out of the house. Right. <laughs> because your diet's going to start tomorrow. Believe me, we've been right. there and you know, we hear it all the time with our clients, you know, I have to get all this Easter candy out of the house, you know, or before Monday. And mm-hmm. that's that diet mentality. That's that all or nothing approach where, you know, starting on Monday morning, I'm not going to have any of this. And it's just unrealistic. And as a mom now, I mean, it just is like it, before I had kids. Yeah, I could keep whatever I wanted in the house. And there wasn't the animal crackers and the pretzels and you know, you know, the little candies for the boys lying around. But you know what? They are now and, you know. You make it work. You have to. You have to because it's just, that's just what, something's always going to come up. There's always going to be temptations around. And thinking that you're going to go, you know, six days, seven weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, without having a piece of cake again, without having whatever it is that you You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, it's just not... And we tend to get, I know people use this analogy all the time, but I think it's a really good one. You know, you get one flat tire, so you slash all the other three, right? I mean, it's just silly. It's going to happen, and it doesn't mean license to go totally bananas, throw everything out the window. But I also understand from experience that you can't just say, oh, okay, well, I'll just be moderate. And Carrie and I were talking about this the other day. Like people who say, well, just just do everything in moderation. That is a beautiful philosophy, but Mm -hmm. it is hard as heck in practice. It really is. And that's that's the key word. It's a practice. Mm -hmm. So some days you're gonna blow it and you are gonna have the cupcake and order the pizza and have the hot fudge sundae and it's done. The stress response you're creating is just compounding, so let it go. And then the next time, practice again. Mm -hmm. But when you have that initial thought of, this is the day I'm going to be perfect. This is the day. And for the next five days, I'm just going to be perfect. Remind yourself, that really hasn't served me in the Mm -hmm. past. So I really want to break away from that. So what I want to ask you is, which I, I, I know a lot of my clients um, ask me this, and I'm curious to see like what you do, because obviously we talked about this. We both still have those 
you know, tendencies to kind of think like, all right, that probably wasn't a good choice. Should I keep doing like, how do you get yourself out of going the rabbit hole? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, first and foremost is practice. Mm -hmm. Initially, I was terrified to make a less than stellar choice. I really was because I knew from my past behavior that that opened Pandora's box Mm -hmm. to be like, well, I might as well get it out of my system, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I might as well go get whatever I want and start over. And literally, I just had to get in the routine of telling myself, Elizabeth, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, you've done it before. Mm -hmm. And that is a sign of you, the old you. And we're creating a new you. And the new you is created by new habits. And as soon as you Mm -hmm. go down that rabbit hole of old habits, you've stopped creating this Mm -hmm. new woman that you want to be. And one thing I I talked about this um, with a client this past week that I found a lot was when I was all, you know, that all or nothing approach, when I was really, really strict, I would say, you know, go out to dinner or go to a, a birthday party or whatever. And I would be so miserable. I would resent the fact that I wasn't allowing myself this and I couldn't have this and everybody could have that. And I'd be sitting in the corner sipping my water and kind of like pissed, like (laughs) pissed. And then on the other hand, you know, I would have the cupcakes, have the cookies, go home and eat this and get rid of all this. And I would be miserable then too. Right. So like I never won. I was miserable in both situations. And I think a big, um, the biggest thing is your mindset is just knowing that, you know, both both ways, you're not, they're not giving right. you, number one, you're not getting results. And number two, you're, you're, you're not happy. Not, not happy You're at not all. enjoying your life. One of the sort of initial practices, because remember, it's a spectrum. So the way I ate and the way I worked out, I didn't work out, for the first 50 pounds of my weight loss isn't what I do now or isn't what I did, you know, to lose the last 20 pounds or whatever it was. It was a spectrum. And the same thing with my strategies and my behaviors, right? They've evolved as I've gotten stronger, as I've built habits. But one of the first things that I would do is when I wanted something, I would allow myself a half of it right? Whatever it was, because that was progress. Was it the perfect fat loss scenario to have an ice cream cone from McDonald's, which by the way, is like totally a weakness of mine. It's from childhood. My mom like rewarded us with 99 cent or probably like 20 cents then, but um, ice cream cones from McDonald's. And I love that. Now, normally I would have a full one. And then I, I might also order a McFlurry too, because I mean, hello, I was like over 300 pounds. So, you know, we, we do things like that when we <laughs> weigh that much. But when I started to lose weight, I would just say, eat half of it. And then I would throw it out the window. And I think a big thing is like, you have to want to only eat half of it and you have to well, I don't know. I, I, I'll disagree with you there. I wanted well, I, to eat the whole damn thing. I know. But I, I, think, I think, I mean, like, you want to want to have to stop yourself and tell yourself that. Yeah. Like, you, you have yeah. to want to change. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing. I, I constantly <laughs> reminded myself, this is a spectrum. You don't have to be perfect. Because I would wake up in the morning and think, I'm going to have an omelet. And then I'm going to have a salad. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm going to have a plain piece of fish and steamed broccoli. And I would say, Elizabeth. That is the fat you trying to get you to diet. And diets don't work. You've done it 10,000 times before. Stop wasting time going down a rabbit hole when you know where it leads. It leads to over-restriction and then overcompensation, and then being embarrassed and being ashamed and not getting back on the wagon for another month. And then you're heavier than ever. So I, as soon as those thoughts would enter my mind, I would stop and say, that's the old you. Mm-hmm. That is not helping you get where you want to be. And if I had an intense craving for something, sometimes I would just, it's not worth it. But if it was something I really wanted, I would have half. And I would just practice that. Were there times that I ate the whole thing? Yes. Are there times right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about this But it's this a practice. Mm-hmm. It's a practice. And then what I found was that the more whole foods I ate, the more my tastes changed. And I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but I started to want those things less and less. And here's the other thing. There are some magical people. They're either magical or they're liars. And I don't know, maybe both. But they would say, I would just wrap it up and put it in the refrigerator and leave it for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-mm, nope. It went out the window of my oh, automobile. I or like- would like spray <laughs> peanut butter with Windex. Like it wasn't bad enough that I put it in the trash. I would right. have to sabotage it. Oh like, my God. It was... 
I totally happen. hear you. I have yeah. eaten things out of the trash. Mm-hmm. So now if I'm driving, because for whatever reason, like I might get something at the grocery store that I know I'm not supposed to have. And I, I don't, fortunately, I've, I've evolved enough that I don't do this as much. But I would literally, I've written blogs about how I would dump trail mix out the window mm-hmm. of my car. Yeah. Now it goes in the garbage disposal. I'm the same way. I will pour pepper yeah. all over it and then I'll smash it mm-hmm. and put it in the yeah. trash. It's like complete... Yeah. Totally. Do what you got to do. Listen, if you are tempted by putting something back in the fridge or back in the pantry and you think, I'm going to be a saint, don't make it hard on yourself. It's not that you'll never be able to keep Oreos in the house, but right now, if that's a struggle for you, destroy them. Yeah, just don't. You know, just. It's not that you can't have, like, listen, if your total major craving is for an Oreo, go buy them, have half of what you would normally have, and then destroy them. <laughs> destroy them. Like, honestly, incinerate them, burn them. I know. It's like they need to have single-serving Oreo packs or something. <laughs> but you know what? Then people like me would buy, like, 40. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But just create strategies that allow you to say, I don't have to be perfect. And that pursuit of perfection has held me back before I know what it looks like. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I'm doing something different. We're totally going off on tangents here and that's totally cool. I love that because it's just Mm -hmm. a real conversation. We're just sitting here chatting like we normally would. For those of you that don't even know kind of where to start, with making better choices. I hear you. I get it. And that's why I recently did a podcast episode. Check it out. It's Q&A number 11, where I go through what I eat. And I and it's not so that you'll go out and eat that. It's a starting point for you to get some ideas of things that you could eat and then find what you love mm-hmm. and do that. But most importantly, avoid that all or nothing approach. And one thing that I also think is really helpful and powerful is take it moment by moment. Take it meal by meal. You, We tend to overwhelm ourselves, especially, yeah. you know, for me, I had over 100 pounds to lose. If I felt like I needed to plan out the next six months or the next year or the next 18 months, and I had done that before, literally on pen and paper, this month I'm going to lose this many pounds and this month I'm going to lose this many pounds and this week I'm only going to eat these things. It was overwhelming. It was daunting. Mm-hmm. But I would tell myself, I'm going to go from here to lunch and I'm going to make good choices just until lunchtime. And Mm -hmm. then at lunchtime, I'm going to see how I feel. And then at lunchtime, I'm going to go from right now to when I leave work. I think that's really, really important because so many of us are waiting until the perfect time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're waiting until we have two weeks where we don't have any social engagements Mm -hmm. or we don't have any nights out or we don't have any birthday parties. We don't have anything because during that time is when we can be perfect. And Mm -hmm. I, I did this so much, you know, I, well, I can't start until after because you know, it's a, I want to be able to go crazy. I want to be able to go. And the thing is, you know, you can, you can still enjoy those things. I think that when you're in that all or nothing, it's creating more stress around those situations where you you feel like you, you go overboard because you know you're going to put yourself back in that little box again. And I would act as if, I mean, in my dieting past, right, I told you guys, I yo-yo dieted for more than 20 years. And I would act as if, if I didn't eat it now, it was going to disappear from the planet and it was going to be all gone and I'd never have it again. And I had to get in the habit of telling myself, it's always going to be there. And that's why I loved my mantra, which was just for today. Yeah. And honestly, at the start, it was just for this 60 second period of time because I was a food addict and I was used to burying my emotions and hiding from my feelings with food. And I couldn't handle thinking about a week. I couldn't handle thinking about a full day. I felt so deprived and like all the Oreos were going to disappear from the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it was just this like, if I don't have it, I have to have it all right now. And it was just for today. And then you tell yourself, I'm going to have it all right now so that I can be perfect tomorrow. Exactly. And, that and you know, yeah. if you're listening to this, you know that doesn't work for you. So just identify it as a silly strategy and move on to something that works. I remember I was, it was, must have been the first time I ever got a flat tire. And for whatever, I was a teenager and I didn't have a jack. Or I had the little thingy that like is the stand, but I didn't have the thingy that cranks the Mm -hmm. stand up, you know? So I tried to use a stick. (laughs) I did. I tried to use a stick. Not even a big stick. Like a little stick. Call AAA. Well, it broke. 
And then I was, I will never try to use a stick again because I know it didn't work. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Like, you know that that I'm going to eat it all now so that I can be better tomorrow. You know it doesn't work. So, like, I will never use a stick to crank a jack. Don't do it anymore. It just, it just doesn't work. You And you're just one decision away. If you make a bad choice in the morning, it doesn't mean that for the rest of the day you have license to be a crazy person. Absolutely. You're one choice away. Mm -hmm. You're one choice away. The other thing that we see a lot of, and we live in this space ourselves a lot, is beating ourselves up for Mm -hmm. those bad choices. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to realizing that you can make progress and make bad choices. I will tell you, for my one-on-one clients, I'm I'm just going to go through mentally in my head right now and give some examples. One of them has dark chocolate every single day. One of them has wine multiple times every week. One of them uh, really loves ice cream and so builds in a small amount of ice cream on a regular basis, right? They all, and they're all losing fat. They're all losing a lot and of I'm fat. Gonna, I'm going to read a text that I got today that says, thank you for teaching me I can have pizza, a cocktail, and still lose weight. I'm singing your praises. It can happen. Right. Can. You don't, it, it, and it should happen because exactly. that's life. Now, do you have the pizza and cocktail every day? No. No. But here's the thing. When you do, be mindful and realize you don't have to eat all the things, right? Because you can enjoy them strategically and intermittently and not even like once a month. You can build in small indulgences every week and in some cases every day and make progress. When you stop making progress, you tweak and adjust. Mm-hmm. But don't beat yourself up for it because one, that's not serving you. It doesn't help. In fact, it reinforces that negative Absolutely. behavior and makes it more likely to continue. But also, who cares? You can still make progress if you had a cupcake at a picnic. Absolutely. You can still make progress. Period. End of discussion. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about Michael Jordan and shared this quote from him that I love and have heard in a lot of different varieties, but think this is really powerful. A loss is not a failure until you make an excuse. Mm -hmm. And we see a lot of excuse making. And it's not, it's not that the circumstances that contributed to your choice aren't real, but they did not make the choice for you. You made the choice. What do I mean? We'll often say, I had planned to, you know, bring my lunch to work, but I mean, I I slept in. And so when people ordered pizza, I just went with it. It is a fact that you slept in and it is a fact that you did not bring your salad that you planned to bring. But it is an excuse that those circumstances led to that decision. So that pizza for lunch only becomes a problem when you make an excuse for it. Because then you give away the opportunity to learn and improve and adjust mm-hmm. your behavior. I mean, we see this all the time. We talk about it all the time. Oh, I know you see it, yeah. especially like as a mom, mm-hmm. you could make excuses all day long for all what you eat. All day long. All day long. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, sometimes I do think the excuses can feel very valid, mm-hmm. but they can also they can also really stop us from moving forward. I, right. I had mentioned today that I listened to a podcast where somebody said, Excuses are like wearing a suit of armor. They don't allow us to like hug our children, you know, the right way. They don't allow us to run fast. And until you let go of them, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be held back. Mm -hmm. And it is so true. And, you know, and I I can tell myself, you know, oh, I had animal crack, you know, my thing with my animal crackers, um, well, they were just there or whatever. They're all excuses. The fact you were is stressed, no, you were running around, yeah, you were taking care of the kids. Yeah, I didn't make the time to, you know, tear a piece of rotisserie chicken off. I took the time though to put my hand in the big BJ's gallon of animal crackers <laughs> right. and continue to shovel them in my mouth. Right. Like that was Own a choice. It. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, okay, what will this what will this help me do in the future? All right. Well, when I'm in this situation again, because you gonna, know you will exactly. be, you know those yep. animal and crackers are gonna be there. They are right. not going anywhere. My kids love them, and I'm not gonna be like, well, I can't get you these because mommy can't can't control herself around them. <laughs> right. I'm so identify make, exactly. the challenge. Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm stressed mm-hmm. or when I'm tired or when the kids are making me crazy, 
I am likely to shovel my face full exactly. of animal crackers. What am I going to do the next time I feel exactly. that? If you exactly. make excuses, you take away the opportun opportunity to react differently moving forward. So what do you do? I'm just curious. Like, for me, I don't have kids. So if I don't want to eat it, I don't keep it in the house. Yeah, well, that that's not going to happen for us. So I, I told you, like, when we got together back in February, I, we were at Starbucks, and I remember mm -hmm. being like, all right, seriously, tell me what you do in this situation, because sometimes I honestly feel like there's, like, this little, like, magnet at the bottom of that barrel being like, <laughs> come and get me. <laughs> and, you know, you had given me some great, great, you know, I don't remember what I said. Tell me. You told me to, you know, just pause. You mm -hmm. gave me the analogy, which I still, I love about walking my dog. You know, mm -hmm. if a dog, if I'm walking my dog and my dog sees another dog, it's like laser focused. She's focused on that other dog. What do I do to snap my dog out of it? I yep. have to pull on her collar. Right. I have to snap and say, you know, stop, hey. stop, hey, whatever. Exactly. Like I have to take, I have to bring some kind of pause into that scenario. And you are you like, break the, break the, that, the chain. There's like this, between impulse yes, and action, exactly. right? We tend to just say, well, it was there, so I ate it, as if it's one event, mm -hmm. right? Like, I was hungry, and there are animal crackers, as if, like, poof, they're yeah. down my throat, mm -hmm. right? Like, all of yeah. a sudden, where did they go? They're in my mm -hmm. belly. I ate them all. <laughs> Instead, there truly is a space. Those are two separate things. I want animal crackers and animal crackers in my belly. Yes. There is a space there and we have to build in that pause. So how did you build in that pause with the animal crackers? I put a post-it note on the cover. Yeah. And the blue cover. So I just put a post-it note and I said, it, it just said dog. That's what I put yeah. on it just to remind me. And you know, it's funny. Like I would open it up and be like, that, you know. That's so funny because your kids like, must be like, dog. Well, they can't, they can't. Number one, they can't read and they can't reach it. So it's always me. But... <laughs> But my husband, on the other hand, is like, what the hell is this? But anyway, so I would take, you know, I would take it off and I would literally, you know, I'm, and the thing is like, I'm aware, I always say awareness is key, but like, yes. what happens when you are aware of what you're doing? Like, I am well aware that I am elbow deep in these and I don't Right, care. and I remember you saying that to me, like, because I said awareness is the first step and you're like, I'm, I'm there, aware. I'm eating them going, I shouldn't be doing yep. this. No, and I know, you know, so what I've started to do is just do pause. that pause that mm -hmm. pause and then really try to and we talk a lot about with our clients and lean potential about tracking and yes. really trying to figure out what gets me there and it's funny because what most precedes of the, time, yes, the impulse and most of the time it's i don't have time to make this perfect you know or somewhat perfect healthy lunch so let you know right i don't have 10 minutes mm -hmm. to do x y or z but it'll take me 10 seconds to grab a fistful exactly and of, it's just not, yeah. not being prepared it's not having things and thinking to myself i'll just take a few mm -hmm. I, I can handle if i just take a few and then you know i kind of you can slip right back into oh well this will just be my lunch today or whatever and it's like okay stop. i'll do better at dinner exactly I'll, yeah. you know and the thing is like we we are all still going through this the, our kind of journey and i always say to my clients the way i know that i've come really far is that i don't after an episode like that i don't feel I, number one i don't tell myself that i'm never going to have the animal crackers again and you don't tell yourself you suck exactly and i don't plan like the next new cleanse or diet the next day. To compensate day. And that's for your sin. what I did for so long. I spent Sundays like just, what's this person doing? And you know, a big thing was like on Facebook and Instagram and just kind of like feeling worse and worse and worse looking at all of these so-called perfect bodies. Yeah. And great, if I know, ate what she ate, exactly. I'd have her body. And, no, you know, probably not. You no, know, no. And it's funny that we are so common in yet so different. You know, yeah. like you were 300 pounds. I never even had, I was never obese, enough, but I still had those food thoughts obsession. around food. Unhealthy relationship. Unhealthy relationship and about my body and how I viewed it in negative self-talk and mm -hmm. you never, you know, you're not good. I mean, I would comparison trap like out of control. Yeah. Like her nail beds are better. She has, but like, <laughs> yeah. who does that? You know, but I think Most in the competing us. world... It was made, you know, it was kind of like a, a bigger... I want her legs. Mm -hmm. I want her arms. Yeah, I like want I her abs. To, and, you know, I think that kind of being aware of those thoughts and just um, turning into myself and what I'm grateful for and what I have and what I can control. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, what I love about my piece. body. Exactly. That was something that was really important for me to insert instead of judging myself. Like, hey, 
look at what I have accomplished. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we work a lot with with the, the folks in Lean Potential, like you said, the tracking, when something happens that you wish wouldn't happen again, that a behavior that you want to have control over, let's dive into it. Let's not, I used to be like, uh, yesterday didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That that, that binge Total didn't happen. Avoidance. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. I'm just going to be like super strict now. Now I dive into it. What happened that day? Did I sleep well the night before? Mm-hmm. Did I not eat enough the day before? Did I maybe do a type of workout that I don't yeah, normally exercise. do? Huge. Am I upset about something? Mm-hmm. Am I hiding from something I don't want to confront? And will confronting it help me to control my choices in a more effective and productive way? So one uh, little phrase that I love, and I'm big on short, simple mantras because they just help me. One thing that I constantly say to myself, even now, because it's always a process, is sit, stay, heal, H-E-A-L. I used to run from every uncomfortable emotion or thought or fear And I know from evaluating my behavior that I was numbing my my fears and my emotions with food because when I was binging, I wasn't thinking about my relationship stress or my work stress or how I hated my body. I was just thinking about the food. Mm -hmm. And so now those uncomfortable emotions are triggers for me, reminders to say, what is this? Yeah. Where, what am I feeling and why? And what is my impulse, right? Is my impulse to eat to take the attention away? Is my impulse to eat because I feel like life's hard and I want to give myself something I want? Mm -hmm. Don't run from it, but face it and stay there. And it's kind of like, if you're in water and you're struggling to stay afloat, the more you flail about, the more you fight it, the more you struggle, right? But when you relax your body Mm -hmm. and when you just stay there, you float. And it's really no different. If you fight against it, the struggle becomes harder. But if you just stay there and you investigate it, and it can be uncomfortable, but it's not more uncomfortable than hating your body and being overweight or being food obsessed or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's really not. And people say all the time, you know, getting healthy, losing weight, losing fat, whatever is hard. Hating your body is hard too. Being obsessed with food is Mm -hmm. hard too. Constantly searching for a better solution is hard Mm -hmm. too. Which brings us to something that we wanted to talk about. um, And I think this will be probably the last thing since it's like 40 minutes in. But, um, you know, we are both finding with our clients and Lean Potential and our our, um, individual clients the, the need and the want or the thought that there is something new out there that we're holding You're searching back. for, like, like a magic bullet. Yeah, and you know, it's it's there are no magic bullets. It's and not about I'll be knowing. really frank. One woman emailed me this week, and I understand. I'm not upset with her. I understand. And she said, I didn't learn anything new yeah. when I went through Lean Potential. You shouldn't. There, it's not about hey, knowing not, anymore. Right. I, you guys know 99% of what I put out there, I put out for totally mm-hmm. free. Carrie does the same thing. My podcast is free. My newsletters are free. My blogs are totally free. I don't hold back some magic trick. Like if you stand on your head for 47 yeah. seconds facing the sun at the top of every hour, mm-hmm. the fat's going to fall off. What we teach in Lean Potential is implementation. That's the thing. Guys, you don't need to know more. You don't need to know more. You just need to start building it as a habit. And it's not even necessarily always doing more, but doing what works Mm -hmm. and doing it consistently. Consistently. And whether it's a good day or a bad day, emotionally or with food or with fitness or whatever, be consistent. Mm -hmm. Pick one thing. One thing, Carrie and I both believe strongly in the big rocks. There are yep. some things that just don't need move the needle. They just don't. No. And those aren't the things. I, I had somebody email me saying that they're not a coffee drinker, but they take this little um, caffeine supplement with vitamins and stuff in the morning. And is that holding me back from fat loss? No. No, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not a big rock. I, I sprained my ankle and I can't go to the gym anymore. Is that holding me back from fat loss? Nope. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
Exactly. It's not. So focus on the big rocks. Don't search for magic bullets or new information. And maybe that time and effort you're exactly. spending scouring for this magic mm-hmm. bullet answer, you could be spending preparing healthy breakfast for the week mm-hmm. or focusing on some affirmations that stop that negative self-talk that, in your head. That's probably been the biggest thing for me is the affirmations, the mindset piece of all of this because like you said, you know, that's what I would do. I would scour. I would learn more and you know, what, I'm going to try her program and now her not, program and God. oh no, she looks better. Mm-hmm. I want to do what she does. Oh yeah. I, I, you know, my, my clients know that I, I would ask, so I, I followed somebody out of the gym once. So I'm kind of crazy. And I was like, you know, she would, you know, she looked amazing. Somebody who I, you know, if you see somebody like, oh my God, I wonder what she does for her workouts. And it's funny because I asked her mm-hmm. and I was like, I would rather give birth to a porcupine than ever do that <laughs> ever in my life. And that, that right there, I'm like, you know, th- that's yeah. just one thing you can't, right. it has to be something that you design, that you like, that fits your lifestyle in right. where Take you are. Take the big rocks. Change. Take I mean, the big rocks and find how you love them. That's yeah. why I did the Q&A uh, 11 episode talking about what I eat, but I really warned, find foods you love. Here's the thing. I eat food I love. I got a message this morning from somebody on Facebook that said, I'm trying really hard to love bulletproof coffee, but I just don't. Can you give me any tips to make me enjoy it more? (laughs) And I said, nope, here's my tip. Don't drink it. If you don't love it, don't drink it. Mm -hmm. It's not magical. And the magic is find foods you love. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, there are obviously foods that are going to make you feel better Mm -hmm. and take you a little bit closer to your goals and things like that. And, you know, I, I have people like, well, the foods that I love, you know, don't work. Well, you know, th- again, the Find spectrum. new favorites. Yes, find new favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's really about kind of eating what you love to eat. I, I spent so much time. That makes you time, feel good. Exactly. Like Chick-fil-A I, did not make me feel exactly, good. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And the I animal ate, crackers mm-hmm. don't make you feel good. Yeah, I know, it's funny huh I mean they taste good for a few minutes but then you're like bleh and either emotionally they don't make you feel good or physically or both and so you know people will just say like I'm not a big vegetable eater okay no problem you know what I am I'm a big ice cream eater so I find ways to make ice cream from whole foods and I'll enjoy it every once in a while Mm -hmm. and I don't judge myself and I don't hate myself and I don't beat myself up I sometimes really need something crunchy and salty I make sweet potato nachos dude that you don't feel like you're doing anything that is for fat loss when you're eating a delicious plate of sweet potato nachos topped with ground meat and pico and guac and whatever so you know get creative and carrie and i both share things that we eat and really love and i mean this morning we made bulletproof coffee and we sat here and we enjoyed it and Mm -hmm. it was delicious and we were both like like, i was like all right well i have to have like the master bulletproof coffee maker make me coffee now did i like it yes would i drink this every day probably not i just probably wouldn't there's nothing magical about it although i do feel like i could run a goddamn marathon right now (laughs) i don't know if i can I'm like, fine. If anybody knows me, you know that I'm like, you know, talk fast and do things fast. And I, I'm like, like, I feel like I need to be strapped. We are both like jumping Uh, beans. We've probably been like talking super fast. And who knows if anybody's going to make any sense from this. But honestly, the main message from this is we all have the same common struggles and challenges. Mm -hmm. We all have mindset patterns that are holding us back and it's this is the thing that's honestly if there's one takeaway fat loss or emotional eating issues it's not about the food it's Mm -hmm. about the mindset that triggers us to make the food choices that we make and every time you tell yourself i just need to start I, I just need to do something really strict to get me back on track. Mm-mm. You know, yeah, you're just going to keep telling yourself that because what's going to happen a, you're is... You're in gonna, a hamster wheel. Exactly. You know how this story ends. Mm-hmm. Like Finnegan, begin again. You'll be back right where exactly. you started. Exactly. And so use those thoughts. They're not going to stop coming just nope. because you decide you're not going to think that way anymore. But use those thoughts as a catalyst to say okay, that is my old behavior talking and I'm creating new patterns. So from a practical implementation kind of standpoint, as we wrap this up, my takeaways would be there is no more all or nothing. You have to break that pattern 
And one way to do that is to really remind yourself, this doesn't work. I've been around this merry-go-round before and this doesn't work. And when it comes to all or nothing, allow yourself those things you love and realize you can eat them and still make progress, but either eat a more fat loss friendly version or eat half as much as you normally would. There are different hacks and workarounds and we all find different things that work for us, but just every single day, commit to progress and action, not information overload, not I'm going to buy new pens and new journals and new this so that I feel like I'm in a better mind space. That's fine and everything, but it's about action. So every day commit to action and commit to progress, not perfection. Perfection is not required and perfection can actually hold you back. It's like I said to Carrie before we started recording, it's like the guy that passes you on the highway going, you know, 80 miles an hour and then 10 miles down the road you're at the same same stoplight. You know what I mean? Um, So you just don't have to take that approach. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself some margin. Start to identify one or two strategies that you can put into place to help you become more mindful or more moderate or move you along that spectrum. Mm -hmm. Do not see it all as black and white. And if you're not eating Brussels sprouts and salmon because that's what Elizabeth loves, then you're a failure and you might as well go get Hot Pockets and Twinkies and Doritos or whatever. Um, So that's kind of my takeaway. Carrie, what's yours? Same thing, same thing. All the things that you just said, you know, just realizing that starting over is just as hard as, you know, staying, sticking to that Mm -hmm. moderate approach or that, you know, I think a lot of people want that quick fix and it's uncomfortable. You feel like you're not doing what you should be doing. It's not hard enough or whatever. Um, They don't feel like it's hard enough. And it's knowing that that doesn't work, being comfortable, taking your time, focusing on the progress, the consistency, the action, mm-hmm. and realizing that you know, you're know you just gonna end up in the same position if you keep doing the same thing that you've always done. Right, I so think that's build just new like habits. The, the strongest thing, yeah, take action, build new habits, um, be aware, focus on you know all the stuff that we talked about, kind right. of why you're doing certain things and what's happening you know, when you're Start, you know, when you you know you're starting a new diet or you binged or whatever like what right. what caused that um, and how can you react differently exactly. next time using everything you know not as oh I suck in this uh, I'm gonna have to you know clear out all my cabinets and take everything away to start fresh no yeah just you know all right what happened deal with it move on just for today exactly just for today just for today. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. It was a total blast. We were like, are we going to be able to do this without laughing hysterically the whole way through? But we did. We made it through. It was so much fun. And I'm so glad to actually sit down face to face and be able to go through these questions with you. That's great. All right, guys. That's all we've got for today. If you are not yet on the Primal VIP list, head over to primalpotential.com. There is a sign-up form right on the homepage. You just have to give... (laughs) There we go. It's always something. Um, You just have to uh, give your name and email address and my newsletter will go right to you with recipes, with workout ideas, with motivation and encouragement because we know you heard this today, you're going to need reinforcement Mm -hmm. tomorrow. You're going to need reinforcement next week. And that's genuinely what I hope to bring to you. The encouragement, the motivation, the just understanding. I get it. I've been there. I still fight the same fights that you're fighting. So head on over to primalpotential.com, get on that VIP email list and stay encouraged. And here's the other thing. There's a real person behind that email and it's me. So you can always hit reply and tell me what you need. Tell me where you're stuck. Tell me where you're struggling and how I can help you. You guys that have been regular listeners know that I always respond. So get on the list and then treat it like it is. It's a relationship with me and I want to help you. So until next time, guys, stay healthy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.